Welcome to Steeping Around, sponsored by the Maya Tea Company. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. Joined in studio by co-host Lisa Marshall. Hello. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. Good, good, good. Well, today we're actually going to continue on our culinary expedition. We spent the last few weeks talking about tea and food. We've covered a lot of ground. We talked about how to pair food and tea, how to use tea as a culinary ingredient in your cooking. Yes. We had a conversation with local chef Romero Scavo. Then we did a food demo, an actual video about how to make a few dishes with Romero. So that would be our first video cast that I we know, did. I know, and it was fun. It was total fun. It and was a, great fun. And we continued the conversation last week with another more famous culinary figure in the world, Padma Lakshmi. And if you don't know who she is, she is the host of Bravo's hit series, Top Chef. And she's also a cookbook author and a very well-known model and actress as well. So she's done a lot of work. But our conversation mostly focused last week on tea. She did an interview with Katrina Avila Munincello, who is from Tea Magazine. And in that conversation, which we were lucky enough to have recorded, she talked a lot about her history with tea and some of her early memories, as well as about her line, Easy Exotic, which you can find on the Home Shopping Network, that's hsn.com. Now, this week, we continue our conversation about how she, as the culinary figure that she is, likes to make tea. What does she like to use and how does she like to prepare it? So let's listen to what she had to say. How do you usually brew your teas? What are your favorite ways to steep them? You know, what I'll do is I'll let the kettle boil and then I'll turn it off. Or if I'm standing there waiting for it, I turn it off just when I start to see the steam coming out of the kettle spout rather than waiting for it to come to a full boil. <laughs> because you really want very piping hot water, not boiling water for tea. And then you just let it steep. It depends. Sometimes I want a lighter tea. And it depends what I'm in the mood for. So it's really personal taste that guide that. Sure. What kind of vessels do you usually use? What do you prefer to drink out of? To drink out of, I prefer, it depends. Like Indian tea, just because I'm used to it, we drink out of stainless steel glasses that have a little lip that come out at the top, like traditional South Indian tumblers. And then at home, I usually drink out of a large mug, but I also use different teapots. My favorite teapot to use is our glass teapot, especially with the blooming teas, because you can see them open up, and it's quite lovely, and it's a conversation piece, especially if you have guests over. Well, you know what? That was really interesting. And it's nice to get someone else's perspective. But I'm curious. I mean, she spent some time talking about different vessels to use when drinking your tea. And my question to you, Manish, is does it really make a difference? I think it does. But I'll tell you from the point of view where I'm coming from. I think if you are cupping tea, you're tasting it and testing it mm -hmm. and seeing specifically whether you like it or not, then yes, I think you want to get a glass or a vessel that you can sort of get into. So something more shallow, okay. something that you can get your nose into more deeply, closer to the leaf, closer to the liquor. So that's similar to a wine tasting. Right. Now, if you're talking about drinking it for everyday enjoyment, then I think that whatever is convenient and whatever works for you is the best one because it'll just encourage you to drink more tea. 
I've often sat in Seven Cups Tea House, which is like one of the finest tea houses in the country here in Tucson, Arizona. And I don't know if it's sacrilegious to say this on the air, but we'll just sit and have tea in like these glass pilsners. It's like the glass you normally drink beer out of. Yes. And so it's not like a real tea vessel. Here we're surrounded by all these gaiwans and these fancy utensils and brewing methodologies. And he and I just throw the tea in the glass and drink it. So, I love that. Yeah. So I think that it's nice if it helps carry the conversation. I think it's nice if we're talking about ceremony. But if it's just for your own pleasure, then whatever whatever of, works for whatever you. works for you is good okay. enough. Padma also spoke a little bit about those metal vessels from India. Yes. And I'm pretty familiar with them because we use that as well um, where I come from. She's from the south, but I'm from the north. They're basically these small, they're very small metal glasses. And then as the glass comes up, they sort of flow out on the side like a flower. So they have a lip on them. And the reason for the lip is so that you can grab it on the edges because a metal vessel with hot tea in it can get very, very hot. Well, sure, it's going to hold in the heat. So only a little bit is touching your fingers, just that edge. And that's really handy. And the glasses there are really small, like they're four or five ounces at most. Whereas here, I don't even think I've ever seen a four or five ounce glass of anything. I think all of our glasses here are 12, 16 ounces. So that would be hard if that was... if that was a big me. metal glass, that would be too much to handle. So, Now, I made mention a little bit about the fact that a vessel choice can be affected depending upon if you're going to have people around, in which case it may not be your favorite cup, but the cup that presents the tea in the best light or maybe right. uh, is just best to serve it in. And I think that's a really, really important point is the idea of making your choices as far as whether you're having it for yourself or if you're entertaining. Right. In our next clip, when we come back from the break, Padma actually speaks to her love of entertaining with tea and what it means to her. And I'm thinking, too, just with her line of these blooming teas, that's what she's going for, the entertainment. Her intent was definitely to entertain. Correct. And to share her tea with others. Yes. We'll hear more from her on the other side of the break. So stay with us. We'll be right back here at Steeping Around. Hello everyone, this is Nick coming at you from the Maya Tea Company. Although most of my work is limited to assisting the company at the local Tucson farmers markets, the benefits in working in and around the Maya Tea Company are many. When I first started to work here, it dawned on me that they had a huge supply of yerba mate, which just happens to be my favorite stimulating beverage. It felt as though I was right at home. When I used to do a lot of travel and keeping long hours playing in a band and going to college, yerba mate was my beverage of choice. I've been drinking yerba mate for years now and I appreciate that it doesn't make me quite as jittery as coffee. It has a host of vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, amino acids, and the list goes on. Working for the Maya Tea Company in the Tucson Farmers Markets requires that you are on your A-game at all times. And for me, yerba mate is the perfect beverage to assist with that. So the next time you're in the market for purchasing some of the finest yerba mate, visit us at mayatea.com. And don't forget to enter the coupon code STEEP to receive 15% off. Thank you so much.
Welcome back to Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. Joined in studio by co-host Lisa Marshall, talking about lots of things tea, but specifically covering some of the topics that we heard in an interview with Padma Lakshmi. She's the host of Bravo's Top Chef, famous cookbook author, model, actress, and she spent some time talking about different topics in regards to her new tea line and how she likes to prepare and make tea. She also covered a very interesting subject, her love of entertaining with tea, which is probably obvious given the fact that that's the kind of tea that she made for a line. Exactly. A set of blooming teas that really lend themselves to entertaining. So let's hear what she has to say about why she entertains with tea. I love to have people over for tea because it isn't as stressful for the host as making lunch or dinner, and it's also not as time-consuming for the guests. And so you can stop off at the end of the day, spend 45 minutes, have a couple of tea sandwiches or some spiced nuts, and a couple cups of tea, and then go home and still be with your family for a quiet dinner and help your kids with your homework. You know, I think, especially around the holidays, a lot of times it's easier to do that. You know, the idea is just to get together with your loved ones and not be stressed out. And so it's very simple to do it that way. So, Lisa, I have a question for you. (laughs) Yes. Do you entertain with tea? have to be really honest with you. That's not something that I've ever done. Do you? I don't. And I'm not really surprised, though. Because growing up, that's all we did. Like, anybody came into the house. Chai was always served, like, first thing, within seconds. So I guess in that regard, I suppose, sure. But in my own adult life, no. Um, I've been asked to be a part of tea-related things in the afternoon or some parties and so forth. And once in a while we'll go. But the fact is, is that... Pretty much for the last 15 years, all day, every day, it's tea. Talking tea, drinking tea, blending tea, looking at tea. You know, at the end of that, I just need a beer. I need a beer. I need a glass of wine. I I need a cocktail. I need a ginger ale, a club soda, or just water would be fine. But (laughs) but tea isn't the first thing that crosses my mind. I can can understand that. I totally can understand that. What's odd, though, is that it's not unlike me to go home and make tea for my sons. Right. Which is different. How about you? Do you make tea for your daughter? I absolutely do. I mean, when she's not feeling well or something like that, I'll make her a hot toddy. But then a lot of times we have a lot of fun. I'll bring home several different types of tea, different flavors and so forth. And each night she'll like pick a different one and we'll kind of experiment and... What about tea parties while she was growing up? You know what? I have to be honest. That's not anything that she was ever really into. So we did not do a whole lot of tea parties with the stuffed animals sitting around the little table and so forth. Hmm. Well, Padma Lakshmi actually has a daughter. She's three years old. And she spoke a little bit about her experiences with her daughter and tea. Take a listen. You mentioned that you have introduced some of the white teas to your daughter. How do you drink them with her? Do you just give her sips of yours or do you actually... No, she has her own cup. And in the morning, especially recently when she's had a cold, you know, I will have my black tea and she'll have her white tea or her chamomile tea in the morning with just a few drops of honey in it. I mean, she loved to have tea parties even before she was actually drinking tea. You know, she was having tea parties with her dolls. So (laughs) it wasn't hard to introduce them. I love this notion that even children can find joy in tea, that it represents this sort of currency that they can use to interact with 
even an inanimate object, but also their parents. I think that's fascinating. I know. It's fun, and there's just something so innocent yes. and wholesome about it. Yeah. I think it represents an interesting point to transition to because we're sort of finished with our series on cooking with tea, and tea is a culinary ingredient. And it's time to move on. So I think what we'll do is for the next few shows, we'll talk about tea parties and where it begins in childhood and what it means. I think that would be a very interesting conversation. I do too. I think that's a great idea. So I guess now we know where we're headed. Tea parties and tea and entertaining for future shows. So if any of you that are listening to the show happen to have any childhood memories about having tea, entertaining with tea, I would love to hear from you. Send me your ideas. You can do so at our email address, which is steep at myatea.com. That's S-T-E-E-P at myatea.com. If you happen to be entertaining now and need some tea, we've probably got the one you want. You can find all of our teas as well as a bunch of tea where to make it in at our website, www.mayatea.com. That's M-A-Y-A-T-E-A.com. And if you're a fan of the show or a fan of the tea company, we've got Facebook sites for both Steeping Around and the Maya Tea Company where you can like us or fan us or whatever it happens to be this week anymore. So I want to thank you, Lisa, for joining me. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks. It was great. And I want to thank all of you as well for listening. And until next show, I hope you'll spend some time steeping around down memory lane. Cheers.